Welcome to the weekly podcast all about turning the great American RV adventure into stress-less camping. Each week, we explore tips, tricks, ideas, and destinations, and talk to the happiest campers in the RV world. Pull up a seat at the campfire as we enjoy some stress-less camping. Welcome to the last campfire of the year, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely. I'm Tony. I'm Peggy. And we're two RV industry veterans who travel part-time in a small trailer. Looking to share big adventures and help you with great tips, tricks, and discounts. Indeed, a roo. So happy new year. Or happy old year. <laughs> this is our last episode of 2021. Aww. Aw, <laughs> and we will be back next week with our first episode of 2022. Yeah, and fair warning, this episode is all about kind of putting on the pounds, the last few pounds <laughs> you can put on for 2021. <laughs> next week, we're talking with a mobile health coach who travels the country helping people take off those, take holiday, off those pounds. holiday pounds and such. <laughs> so yeah, we're just going to start getting a little healthier next year. So enjoy it while you can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we decided to have a dessert episode to kind of top off the year and eat all these desserts in the next few days before your New Year's resolutions begin. Oh, sweet <laughs> it is. <laughs> We, of course, called in some of our expert friends. Yeah, you've heard from them before, and they're back. Most of them before. Before we get started with that, let's hear from Grubstick. Absolutely. Hey, I see you're packing for our next road trip. Oh, yeah. These are all the ingredients for making different grilled cheese sandwiches with our Grubstick. Great. But uh, where are the clothes? I got all kinds of inspiration for making grilled cheese sandwiches with our grub sticks over the campfire. There are 11 kinds of cheese and bacon, bacon jam, ham, five kinds of bread. Wait, 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 okay. That's all for making grilled cheese sandwiches? Yeah. I know the grub stick is the perfect campfire accessory made of quality parts that work together for sandwiches, hot dogs, s'mores, woofums, and all sorts of other great meals. But isn't this a bit too much variety? Camping is supposed to be simple. Oh, it's simple to use your grub stick over the campfire or even on the barbecue to make great meals. And even kids can use them safely and easily. Plus, with the coupon code HAPPYCAMPERS, you get 15% off your grub sticks. It's the best deal around. Yeah, but it's going to take us weeks to eat that many grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> oh, yeah. Weeks of grilled cheese. You say that like it's a bad thing. And you haven't even seen what I packed for breakfast and dinners. We are going to be camping for months. My husband is insane. But Grubstick is the perfect cooking accessory for any campfire. And you can get 15% off using the coupon code Happy Campers from our partners page at StresslessCamping.com. So I think perhaps we should have called Pillsbury and asked them to sponsor this episode. <laughs> right. As we mentioned, we have some guests this week. We have my mom, Roberta, who has been on a few times talking about food. Yep. And Monya, who has been on a few times talking about, about food, food, but also RV financing. So if you haven't listened to this before, Peggy's mom for years and years and years, your your whole family can Yes, yes. I mean, your generations your of campers. Car, I, I kid you not, ladies and gentlemen, their family car was a Winnebago. That's right. <laughs> so that's how she transported her five kids around is in a Winnebago. Right. So it took us to the grocery store and took us to church and took us camping. Yep, all of those it was things. awesome. Yeah. It's kind of cool. <laughs> and then we have a new friend 
Well, she's not a new friend, but we have a new <laughs> new guest. My friend Sharice has tips for us as well for fattening yourself up before the <laughs> end of the year. Well, the common thing here is all of these are things you can make over a campfire or in a RV oven. Well, yeah. I mean, or over a flame, you know, like propane campfire, wood campfire. Yeah, for the most uh, part, we talked about campfire type desserts. Yeah, and they're all really easy. Yeah. Super easy. So that's the common thing. You know, few ingredients and just yeah, something you can do at camp that doesn't take the whole day. Although somebody, was it Manya who said... One of the cool things about camp is that you're not, you know, you're not distracted by so many things so you can spend more time cooking. Right. Yeah. A lot of times at home, you just are in a rush and you get things done and you get on, on the table and you eat because you have to get to soccer practice with the kids or whatever the or case may be. Or editing a podcast. Or editing a podcast. <laughs> and at camping, you know, you don't have to do all those things. So one of the great things about camping is slowing down and actually cooking those meals that you don't really have time to do at home, taking the time to do all that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, well, without any further ado... Who shall we talk to first? How about your mom, Roberta? All right. We are now talking to my beautiful mother, Roberta. I don't know if she knew we were calling because she, she said, what are you calling me for? <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys want? We want to talk about dessert. One of my favorite topics. Mine too. Yeah, mine three. <laughs> I know. Especially dessert when camping. Yes. Yes, definitely. Well, we've done some camping and we've done some desserts <laughs> at camping. One of my favorite memories is when we were all a little younger and went <laughs> camping with my parents and we'd always go in groups with some of their friends and yep. and groups that they belong to, like your stressless camping now, but it was the 40-plus club. Huh. They were all four-wheelers and stuff, right. jeeps and motorcycles. Right. A lot of times when we would camp with a big group like that, we would do sort of potluck mm-hmm. meals. Yeah. Where everybody would get together. I'm sure Peggy remembers that. Oh, yeah. Everybody would chip in a dish, and we'd all eat together around the campfire. So a lot of times we fix the dessert, and in a potluck, you know, there's always a variety of desserts. Yeah. So it's not like you're trying to feed 40 people. You just make a dessert, and everybody shares. Right, right. One of my favorites that we used to fix a lot was... A mixed berry cobbler that we could cook on the campfire. Mm. It's really simple. You use four cups of mixed berries. You put them in a pie pan, not not a pie crust, just in a pie pan. Sprinkle with some flour and some sugar for sweetness. Mix them up so that the berries are all covered in sugar. And then on top of the berries, you put like four grams biscuits, the refrigerator biscuits. Uh Put them on top of the berries and sprinkle them with a little sugar and cinnamon. Cover it up in foil, not too tightly because you want the biscuits to raise while they cook. (laughs) Right. Right. And stick it in your barbecue or on the campfire. And let it bake for about 25 minutes. 
And when you take it out, the berries will be cooked and full of nice berry juice. And that soaks up into the biscuits a little bit. Right. And the biscuits get browned. And then you just serve that, go figure, with a little bit of Cool Whip or ice (laughs) cream on top. Oh, yeah. And it makes a delicious dish to be shared with others. And so easy. And it was so easy, yes. Just a few items that you, I mean, other than bringing the berries to fix the dessert, you're going to have biscuits anyway with other meals. (laughs) Right. So, you know, you just go ahead and bake up the rest of them for tomorrow and use what you need on top of the berries. So a little bit of sugar and flour, and that's it. That sounds... That really sounds good. good and so easy. But also, depending on where you're traveling, you might find like fresh local berries and you could make it, oh, you know, wow. also when yes. you're traveling, I'm sure. Right. <laughs> There's probably yes. no fresh local berries anywhere right now. <laughs> right. Depends on the year or the time of the year. Right. Yeah. But that could be a neat go to a farmer's market and buy a bunch of right. strawberries or blueberries or whatever. Yeah, and this sounds uh-huh. like a good, also a good Dutch oven type of recipe. So, and, you know, we last year, when we set up Camp Boredom in our yard, and we learned how to cook with our <laughs> with our cast iron over our <laughs> propane fire. Over the propane fire, sure. Yeah, so I did, after that, at some point when we were camping, I tried making a pizza in the cast iron over an actual campfire and burned the jiggles out of the bottom of the pie. (laughs) So people can do it. Manya cooks over the campfire all the time, but you have to pay a lot more attention and just make sure things don't overheat. But sitting over a propane fire is such even heat, it's like putting it on the stovetop. Well, but we also have that tripod that Devin made for us. So we could put that over a regular campfire. Right. But you still have to watch how how much heat gets right. to it, yeah. Right. How high the flames are getting, huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and if, if Manya's making the fire, they're pretty high. Yeah, you have to pretty much stand 10 feet away and yeah. hold your pan up. <laughs> 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 but yeah, this is also something that sounds like you could put it in a regular pan and just put it in the, you know, we've baked in the covered barbecue at home and in camp and just close down the right. lid of the barbecue close and turn it into lid. an oven. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, that works too. Or even in a regular RV oven. Yeah. Right. So it's easy, it sounds delicious, and it'll work in almost anything you have with you. Yeah. I think it would. I think yeah. it would. We could do it right here at home. Right. Without camping. That's right. <laughs> Who yeah. wants to do that? Right? That's no fun. <laughs> right? That's no fun. No, I want berries. Although once in a while we stay home and then we, we make our camp recipes here at home because they're some of our favorites. Yeah. Well, we, we have to test right. some too. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Always. Well, that sounds terrific. Yeah, that sounds like a good recipe and easy to do and... And like you said, if you're having, if you're doing a potluck, so many people bring like 40 servings for a 40 person potluck. And then there's 36 servings of everything left over at the end. Left over, yeah. Seven kinds of potato salad. <laughs> so that's good. You just make one pie or whatever. That's right. 
Wait, well, what's everyone else going to eat? The other desserts. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All the other 40 servings. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that's outstanding. Yeah, that's a great recipe. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you, as always, for coming on and being one of our camp cook experts. Yep. <laughs> you bet. Anytime you need me to give you ideas, just let me know because we did our share will. of camping oh, right? yeah. throughout the years. Yeah. Well, thank you again. Always good talking to you. Good talk to you. Dad said, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year and stay healthy and happy. Oh, yes, we will. Tony, you added such a great aspect to that is to watch for farmers markets and buy your berries fresh on your way to camp. You know, one of the things I really like is as you travel around, like getting a taste of the local flavor, as it were. Mm -hmm. Especially if we're traveling at a time of year when there's great fresh berries. Ooh, la, la. La, la. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've still got the fire hot. Let's talk to Manya. Yeah. Well, Manya's the queen of the campfire, I think. <laughs> We're so excited to once again welcome Manya. I think Manya is contending for one of the most often occurring guests yeah. on the show. <laughs> yeah, I know. But At that's least. you know why? Because we like to talk about food. Yeah. And, <laughs> and we like to and talk like about food. And we like to talk about camping. Right. And I like that too. <laughs> and so we always turn to Manya for some food expertise. Let's properly introduce you. Manya Tenney works at Redwood Empire RVs and knows as much, if not more, about finance than anybody I know with regard to RVs. Right. But also is a heck of a camper. I love camping. I know. Yeah. Get that, ladies and gentlemen. Someone in the RV industry who actually <laughs> likes to camp. I know. What a surprise. Right? <laughs> it, it is. Which is a little bit sad about the industry, but that's okay. And we were camping with Manya last week, and we're talking about all kinds of talking dessert about type dessert, of stuff. Of yeah. course, we have talked to Manya before, of course, about making turkey pot pies, things like that, with the pie irons. But you know, since we're focusing on dessert, I want to tell you that she made some cherry ham pies for our dessert while we were camping yeah, last week they were good oh yeah they were so good <laughs> cherry pie is my favorite okay let's talk what is a pie iron okay a pie iron is a cast iron unit that clamps together and cooks within over a campfire yeah it's like a clamshell right? yeah but i would say like a clamshell yeah like a yeah. cast iron clamshell with big old long, big long sticks so yeah. they so it doesn't get hot right, obviously so you can stick it in the campfire mm -hmm. and let them bake yeah and you just flip it and then you peek because there's no campfires the same temperature at any time right so there's not really a timing issue at all you just i spray it well for pies i'll spray it with like nonstick pam or whatever I cheated and just used regular old Pillsbury rollout dough because we were camping and yeah. that's easy. <laughs> yeah. And then you just, you put dough on one side, you fill it with filling, put dough on the other side, you close it up and you just flip it back and forth, back and forth. And then you, after a while, you're like, oh, I better look at it. See how it's cooking. And you judge from there. You just peek at it periodically and flip it over periodically. And when it gets to the brownness of your little heart desires, you're like, hey, 
I think it's done. Yeah, yeah. So it's easy and it's really good. It was really good. And so we had the cherry pies, but in the past, Monia has made other, maybe apple or something. I feel no, like No, I think made. I did cherry pies before. Oh, okay. Also, okay. I liked the ones before better because what I did was like a lemon sugar glaze on them afterwards. Oh. I didn't do this this oh, time, but okay. the last okay. time I did do that. And I think that kind of made it for me. I liked that better. Then it's almost like those hostess hand yes. pies. Cause it's got that's that glaze what's what I was outside. after. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So yeah. I will do that again next time because yeah. that I thought was absolutely delicious, but yeah, yeah you could use fantastic. apple, blueberry, lemon. I mean, whatever you like. Yeah. yeah. And you could put pie filling just out of a jar or can or whatever yeah. or you could put jelly <gasps> ooh 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 Uh-oh. hand pie with peanut butter and jelly oh in. now you're on to oh, something oh yeah like a deep fried but ooh. not deep fried and then you peanut butter and jelly a, sandwich a, a wee bit of cinnamon sugar on the outside yeah oh, oh yeah. yeah now we're oh, on man. to something now we're cooking with gas yeah <laughs> absolutely next time that's what we're gonna try yeah. yeah and you can even do it with bread as opposed to dough True. Yeah, you don't done, have to use dough. You could use bread. I mean, you've done leftovers sandwiches. Uh-huh. Lots uh-huh. of times. A couple slices of bread and... Yeah. I mean, that. I think the even the package shows like grilled cheese sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah. The good thing about using bread is that you don't have to worry about whether it gets cooked. Exactly. Because with the pie crust, of course, you wanted to make sure it was cooked. Right. If you wanted it even easier, you could use bread. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a... Hawaiian sweet bread. <laughs> yeah, like a Texas toast even. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Something sweet and <laughs> yummy. Yeah. That would be great for peanut butter and jelly. And then it also ties in. I mean, I know we're talking dessert, but you could put like a dough of some sort and have a whole Thanksgiving turkey leftover yes. hand pie. Sure. Yes, Ooh, absolutely. Cranberry sauce. Sure. Yes. You could use pre-made pizza crust and make a little mm-hmm. little stromboli. <laughs> we did those one time. We did calzones in them. Oh, one time. Right? Yeah. 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 So pie irons are so versatile and so easy to use, but... Like I said, since we're focusing on dessert, I just had to have Manya come and talk about pie irons in terms of making dessert. Yeah, and you could use them on propane fire or yeah. wood Linda fire. Linda and I did that. So when Linda and I went to Grand Teton and Yellowstone, we couldn't have an open campfire. Oh. So I have a propane one similar to yours that has a grate. That's the grate I used uh, was off of that. So oh, I did it on the propane. We heated up uh, tri-tip sandwiches on it. Melty cheese oh, and tri-tip yeah. Yeah, sandwiches oh, on it just on the propane, which was fantastic. It worked, right. it worked great. I'm just a campfire person. Yeah, so. I know. <laughs> Manya can build a campfire that people at the International Space Station look down on and go... Remember, Manya built a campfire that it then started torrentially raining for like half an hour. We all ran inside the campers. And when it slowed down, I looked outside, there was still fire going. Yeah. (laughs) So I went and put more wood on it. Yeah, Yeah, that was, I was impressed. I was impressed that that fire kept going. Yeah, there was a lot of rain that day. I couldn't believe it myself. I was like, wow, the fire's still going. (laughs) Well, we can't let it go out. Right, yeah, let's put some more wood. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Then we went back out and sat there for that afternoon. Yeah. (laughs) So great. So we're going to start gathering up all our sweets and buying those 
I always say pop can, but then it sounds like soda can. So I don't know the the cans that pop open and surprise you. Oh, the Pillsbury, <laughs> the Pillsbury yeah, cans. Yeah. And we use crescent rolls, and that's what Monty used with the pie crust. And I think they also make a pizza crust. Mm-hmm. So using that pie crust, and you don't—it's just no muss, no fuss. It's so easy, simple when you're camping. You yeah. don't like right, yeah, just right. make it easy and fun, and yeah. less cleanup too. Absolutely, that's the big thing. Is right. less cleanup is yeah. ideal camping. Yep. And if you are among the many people right now looking for a new RV, you could call Manya over at Redwood Empire RVs in Ukiah, California. Yes. And she can actually help you out. Absolutely. Yeah. We'd be happy to. Yeah. <laughs> and with like real honest information and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. It's not typical what you find out there. Right. And that's why I always feel happy recommending you guys. Yep. Well, thank you. You're welcome. And thanks for making some great hand pies Absolutely. this weekend. That My was pleasure. Awesome. Yeah. Do we have any left? I'm kind of wanting to <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> okay, so now we have Sharice joining us and she has something we've kind of been talking about for a while kind of sort of a In little a bit yeah, yeah. <laughs> waddingers and i know what's a waddinger right well we'll hang on we'll, we'll ask sharice yeah we are super excited to have our friend sharice she happened to post on facebook the other day that they were making Waddingers in the backyard. And I said, hey, now that is a dessert that I should have someone tell me more about. Yeah, it's a great <laughs> camping dessert. Welcome. Well, thank you. We love them. First and foremost, what in the wide, wide world of sports is a Waddinger? <laughs> <laughs> it is canned biscuit dough wrapped around what we use wooden dowels, roasted over the fire kind of like marshmallows you you have to you know keep turning them and then once they're done you can fill them with all kinds of delicious items like cherry pie filling and chocolate sauce and whipped cream oh yeah yeah so it makes sort of a tube a test tube yeah, <laughs> sort of a shape right, of bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's there's an art to it. So I've seen people do it where they they take a stick and they they sort of crinkle tin foil over it. I have golf clubs. My dad cut the heads off of a bunch of golf clubs and then he uh, secured these wooden dowels. He screwed them in. And oh. so whether you're using a stick with tinfoil or something that you've had, you know, made special, you just have to coat them really well with cooking spray and you don't want to forget the top. Oh, and right. then you want to take biscuit dough and we've found what works the best are something like grands. Uh-huh. Because they're extra, extra big. You don't want the ones that say flaky. You don't really want them to separate that much. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. You want them to stay together. And then we always laugh when we're putting them on because it looks a little X-rated. <laughs> <laughs> or for families, you don't want to think about it that way. It's kind of like milk and a cow. Oh, you okay. To, <laughs> you take your biscuit dough and you sort of pull it a little flatter and you have to be careful not to poke holes in it. You don't want holes in your dough. Okay. And then you put the center on the top of the dowel 
And then you sort of squeeze and gently pull the dough down as you're doing that, twisting your wadding or stick as you go, trying not to make holes, trying not to have one end longer than the other. And if you're successful, you'll pull it down a little bit farther than the wooden dough because it's going to shrink up Uh, once you start roasting it. And then you head out using whatever you know, over the campfire if you want, or the grill if you're doing it in your backyard, and you just keep turning it like a marshmallow. Don't forget to cook the very top, the part that you can't see. You have to be careful when you do that, because sometimes it can, if you do it too soon, it's slippery from the cooking. (laughs) You don't want it to slide right off. (laughs) Oh, that would be a bummer. (laughs) The nice thing about having the canned biscuit dough is you've got like six or eight more tries. (laughs) Right. Is this something you grew up with? Because you said your dad made them. No. In fact, I'd never heard of it until I want to say Jimmy was maybe five. So almost eight years ago, they went to a friend's house and they were making them. And so they were explaining it to us. And we were like, what the heck are you talking about? I never (laughs) heard of that. And so he got the idea to take golf clubs and cut the heads off and and screw the wooden dowels on. So that's great. The golf club then is metal, so you don't have to worry about accidentally catching that on fire. Yeah, and also, if there's a bear, you can whack it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) He just went to, like, uh, a thrift store and bought a partial set of golf clubs and and he used the longer one for my son who was little at the time so his was longer than ours so to keep him farther sure sure good idea yeah so what kind of things have you put in the middle part we like to layer it so we usually get a couple of different kinds of pie filling the boys like apple i like cherry Mm -hmm. and either mini chocolate chips you could get the bigger chocolate chips if you want but chocolate chips or chocolate sauce Uh. whatever you have i've heard of people using nutella i bet that would be good too yeah. yeah and whipped cream in a can you could get chopped nuts or sliced sliced almonds or or chopped up walnuts whatever you like and then you just you just layer it. I always do mine like those drumsticks. Oh, yeah, the, the ice cream. Mm-hmm. That's funny. When you were describing it, I'm thinking, hmm, how do I get chocolate to like line the inside of this thing? <laughs> With a squeeze well, bottle of so, chocolate sauce. <laughs> you could do that, but it's so hot when it comes off the wooden dowel that um, I always put chocolate chips in first. Oh. That way my last bite is going to be melted chocolate. Okay. And then you just layer your ingredients. And then I always like to make it look pretty. So I (laughs) put whipped cream in the nuts and then I save one of the cherries and I put it on top. Nice. (laughs) That's awesome. Now you could also put like pudding if you have a favorite pudding, right? Sure. Then it'd be kind of like a cheater cannoli. (laughs) <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I saw someone online calling them camping eclairs. Okay. Oh, okay. They said they mixed up the pudding at home before they went and kept it in the cooler in a little container. And they also put chocolate in it. Okay. So, yeah. So, since I like anything that has peanut butter, you could make like a peanut butter cream. And put that yeah. in. Yeah, sure. And yeah. then line it with chocolate. I <laughs> want one of these so bad. <laughs> and you know, when you're camping and you're trying to, you know, get all the things in your cooler, if you just made your peanut butter cream filling ahead of time and you stored it in a Ziploc, yeah. if you were going to oh. eat it all that oh. night, you could cut a hole yes. in the corner and like pipe it in. That's right. And then you don't worry about the spoon being bigger than the whole cavity or whatever. Great idea. 
idea. <laughs> That's no, great. You can do anything. Yeah. I think I want to try like a savory one one time too. Like get some yes. cheese in there. Or... And maybe oh, some no. like pepperoni, make it like a pizza. Like a pizza, yeah. Oh, that would be good. You know, they have those explodey cans, for lack of a better description, <laughs> of pizza dough too. Yeah, I wonder oh, if right. you could make it as a Yeah, you pizza could do a Waddinger pizza too. Yeah. Hey, would no. you like a tube of pizza? <laughs> want a tube of pizza? <laughs> I'm going to try that because for whatever reason, my husband's not a real sweets guy and he always gets irritated when we want to make them. Like, we're, <laughs> it's not that big of a cleanup. It really isn't. You do need to make sure if you're, if you have the dowels, you have to wash them off a little bit before you store yeah, them. Yeah. Yeah. But they're baked bread, so they shouldn't be too hard. Yeah. To... Yeah. They're not too bad. He loves pizza. So maybe, <laughs> maybe uh-huh. he'll be more open to making them if I make his a little pizza. There yeah, you go. That sounds pretty good. So Sharice and I were talking a little while ago about the history of Wattingers and neither of us can really figure it out. But what I did find is they, you know, you can, as Sharice said, you can wrap a piece of foil around a stick you find laying on the ground and make your own Wattinger. And I think that this, I think it was, I read that the like Boy Scouts or something call them woofums. Because you woof them down after you cook them. <laughs> that makes sense. And actually, in our grub stick kit, we have woofum stick or Wattinger sticks. I'm not yeah. sure what they call them there, but it's a stainless steel version. And they actually have a cage, like a burger cage. They have a cage specifically sized for s'mores. And then they have oh. a Wattinger type stick. And then they have a shorter, fatter type of Wattinger that basically you could do anything with, but you can make a bacon cup. You can make a cup yeah. of bacon yeah. <laughs> over yeah. the fire Ooh. and then, yeah, and then and fill it with eggs and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> so they're, they're not long and they're not as long and not as narrow. They're kind of a shorter, fatter cup, but they're similar idea to the Wattinger. Bacon cup sounds good. Well, now I'm thinking I could put I could put all of my breakfast eggs and meats and cheeses inside one of those Wattingers. Yeah, yeah. Why not have a? Yeah, you have your bread on the it's outside. It's like a biscuit sandwich, but yeah. it's just shaped different. Exactly. Especially since you know we we never eat all those biscuits. And oh, we're cooking right. them one at a time. You know what I mean? I'll right. have my breakfast wadinger, and then later I'll have my dessert wadinger. Yeah. yeah. Like By the it. end of the day, you've got your whole you package. You have one for each meal. <laughs> and I mean, who doesn't need dessert with each meal? I mean, donuts really are breakfast dessert, right? So if you have a jelly donut, this is just kind of like that. Right. So you have dessert for breakfast too. <laughs> yeah. Just because you're roughing it doesn't mean you got to suffer. No, That's it's right. amazing the kind of stuff we cook or friends cook when we go camping. I mean, a lot of times the food is better than at home. Yeah, because we actually <laughs> take the time to cook instead of yeah. rushing around at home. You know, you're always so busy. When you go camping, it's just time to like sit back and relax and, and have stuff. fun making your food. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sharice, we appreciate that you took some time to tell us about Waddinger Desserts. And that we got a chance to think about other things to do with those sticks. But we're focusing this week on desserts. And, you know, another use for cherry pie filling. I think we need to stock up on that stuff. (laughs) Okay, one more thing. Have you ever had candied bacon? Who's to say we couldn't take the little short 
wadding our sticks from grub stick yeah. and make candied bacon with that. Why not? Candied bacon cups, and then you could put peanut butter. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> it all comes back to peanut butter. Everything. He just made his way into having bacon for dessert. That's right. <laughs> candied bacon and peanut butter. I should have known. I forgot. You're my, my ice cream twin. Yeah. We both like our <laughs> peanut butter ice cream. Yep. Yeah. I even had peanut butter beer last night. That's right. <laughs> I that saw that. Good. It was so good. I bet it pairs well with Wadingers. I bet oh, it would. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it absolutely. Would. <laughs> Especially something chocolatey. It, it absolutely would. Yeah. I just thought I'd bring that full circle for you. Wow. That's <laughs> outstanding. Is Jimmy nearby? Can he come and tell us what his favorite Wadinger filling is? Oh, sure. Hello. Hi, Jimmy. How are you? Hi, how are you? Good. I'm doing good. Hey, we were just talking to your mom about Wattingers, and she was telling us that her favorite filling is she layers some chocolate chips and cherry filling and whipped cream. But I think she said something about you like a different kind of pie filling. Yeah. So for me, you always put the chocolate chips at the bottom. It's an unwritten rule. And then <laughs> okay. you put the apple filling is the best for me because I don't like the cherry filling okay. and the whipped cream. And you repeat that until it's full. All right. So it's like a parfait type of deal. Oh, yeah. Kind of. Interesting. Awesome. All right. Well, I love that idea, too, because I like cherry, but I also do love apple. So if you like both, you could do one with apple and one with cherry, like do the chocolate chips, apple, whipped cream, chocolate chips, cherry. Oh, brilliant. Yes. Yeah, then every bite is a different kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Got a bunch of desserts. I like it. All right. Well, cool. So we'll go camping together sometime and we'll have Wadinger desserts. And your mom might tell you the other ideas that we came up with. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> thank thank you, you for talking to us. You're welcome. That was awesome. Well, thank you again. I told Jimmy that we have to go camping together yes. so that we can all have Waddingers. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yeah. We'll have pizza Waddingers for lunch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And bacon Waddingers for breakfast. <laughs> all right. All right, Cherise. Thank you so much. And have a great day and week. And, yep. and happy new year. Happy new year. Happy new year. Thank See you. See you soon. Okay. <laughs> Take okay. care. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Sharice and I talked and I also tried to look up the history or the, like, how in the heck did Wattinger get its name? I can't find a history of it at all. I find lots and lots and lots of options for buying Wattinger sticks or fire sticks or fire bread or, you know, all these different ways. And even I found something called a cobbler stick which is kind of a shorter, fatter <laughs> version of the Wolfham. Wolfham, Wolfham, Wattinger, same thing, whatever. Yeah, and I think I know <laughs> the, the Wolfham because we talked to the Grubstick guys before and they said because you Wolfham down. You Wolfham down. down. Yeah. As fast as you can cook them, you Wolfham down. So if anybody can actually lead me to a little bit more history, I'd love to see it, but just know that you don't need to know where they came from to enjoy them. <laughs> we also have used, of course, the grub stick quite a bit to, they they have a Wattinger stick type of thing. Yeah, or They have ups. s'more cages. They have the bacon cup, which I think is very similar to the cobbler stick that I found. It's a yeah. kind of a bigger around, but shorter. So it's more of a bowl than a beaker <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i mean who wouldn't love to make you know wrap a little metal goodie in bacon and cook it over the campfire right and then you could fill it with eggs or or as i said peanut butter <laughs> hey speaking of peanut butter uh-huh 
this is a recipe that is so super easy and you can do it so easily in your RV oven or you can make them ahead of time and just bring them. But if you want to bake while you're in camp, this is so easy. Three ingredient peanut butter cookies. Yeah. And one of the neat things about these is it's gluten free, right? Yeah, because it's literally peanut butter, sugar, and an egg. Yeah, and you would think, at least in my mind, that the crumbly texture came from the flour, but that wasn't the case at all. These Not things all. were, they were super delicious. They had the texture of a cookie. A lot of times, you know, you try to modify to make a healthier version or a gluten-free version or something, and they just aren't right even if they're tasty, they're just yeah, not right. Yeah. Well, we did try to make them with that coconut sugar. Well, we made them with coconut sugar, and they they were a little darker because the sugar itself is a little bit darker. It was not as good. It's not the same. And frankly, we did it kind of in an effort to lower the calories, but yeah, coconut, coconut sugar has help. the same amount of calories as cane sugar. So that didn't work. I think if we're going to try and come up with something that's low calorie, we're going to have to try a, a stevia or well, something Well, I think like we're going to have to make something that doesn't have peanut butter in it. <laughs> so these cookies, yeah, as Peggy said, it's, and the recipes on our website, it's peanut butter, eggs, or an egg, right? Yeah. And sugar. Yeah. And the peanut butter we used, I like the just peanuts peanut butter. Right. So my favorite personally is Laura Scudder's, but Adam's, there's a lot of brands where it's basically just peanuts and salt. Mm -hmm. And... I was wondering if these cookies would turn out that well because maybe there's something in the like heavily processed peanut butter that would make it work. But nope. No. Worked great. Worked Peanuts. Great. You know, it's basically peanut butter, egg, and sugar. Yep. That's it. So I do have a recipe on the website. We'll put a link to that in case you want to get measurements and cook times and all that. But that it's a not very many things to take with you in camp. Most of those things we always have all the time anyway. Yeah, peanut butter, sugar, and an egg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you need the peanut butter to put in the bacon cup, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> Another recipe that we have used a few times is we kind of intentionally didn't talk a lot about s'mores. Everybody knows what a s'more is. Yeah, and the, the and grub how to stick, make them. Yeah, the grub stick really makes that work out well because there's a cage yeah. that it comes with that has it's designed specifically for the graham cracker and all of that right and holds everything together and of course there are a million creative s'mores recipes right but we one time during you know fire season in california we weren't able to have even even our propane fire we weren't allowed to use yeah and so being that it was really hot anyway we decided to try making s'mores sundays yeah and they were Pretty darn good. Pretty I mean, darn good. So we got just vanilla ice cream, graham cracker crumbs, chocolate syrup, marshmallow cream. Yeah. And, bing, and bang, a cherry boom. on top. Yeah. It was, it was actually really <laughs> doggone good. And we made kind of a parfait type sundae for dessert instead of s'mores. And yeah, you, know, you almost never can go wrong with ice cream, right? Right. And it was like a parfait. And as Donkey said in the Shrek movie... Everybody likes Everybody parfait. likes parfait. <laughs> I love donkey. So we wanted to talk about something we've talked about in the past, but it's different now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We just got the new Tech Connect from the FMCA, the Family Motor Coach Association. So what 
Tech Connect is, is an agreement between the FMCA, the Family Motor Coach Association, and a cell phone provider to provide cell phone-based wireless internet on the road. And there are a ton of those kinds of plans out there. Sure. They almost all claim it's unlimited. Right. They're almost all <laughs> not unlimited. Right. FMCA has, until now, worked with Sprint on their Tech Connect product, and it truly was unlimited. You could use all you want with no data caps. To my knowledge, at least according to what the RV Mobile Internet people said, there's only two companies that truly do unlimited. But of course, the limitation there is that it's Sprint and their coverage was not so hot. Right. Sprint and T-Mobile have merged. And as such, the Tech Connect product is now a T-Mobile product. I did a video unboxing, but what happened was we got the new FMCA Tech Connect product through T-Mobile, and that meant we got a new device, and it, it's an inexpensive, I think it was 40 bucks for the device, and I know some of you are saying, meh, T-Mobile. <laughs> we have had a T-Mobile hotspot, oddly enough, it's the same doggone hotspot as you get through FMCA right, Tech Right, it's Connect. the actual same gadget. The agreement between T-Mobile and the FMCA is just a better plan. So what you get essentially is theoretically unlimited data for 50 bucks a month. But, and here's but. the but, <laughs> if you have used 50 megabytes of data and you're on a highly congested cell phone tower, they can throttle your speed. Looking at the website, it looks like it keeps changing, but it includes, according to the FMCA, 3G to 4G LTE speeds, as well as 300 megabytes of roaming coverage per month. And again, it theoretically is unlimited. Up to 50, after 50 gigabytes of use, you may be throttled in high demand areas. And for example, we're recording this in December, and according to the website, they have been receiving calls from snowbirds in Florida, Texas, California, and Arizona saying, hey, my speeds are dropping. Uh-huh. Well, yep. Because you're in a busy place. Yeah, I would imagine when we go to Quartzsite that it's going to stink. Right. I mean, it all, there is no good coverage in Quartzsite. Now, if we're on our first 50 gigabytes, then it won't stink. In theory, however, you know, it's sort of like... There's no throttling. Right, so there's it's still no throttling. only what's available. Right. But they don't throttle you until you pass your 50. Correct. Okay. But it might be that there are just so dug on many people in Quartzsite that there's the, the, universe the towers will are us. overwhelmed. <laughs> but still, it, I think it's a good program. It's probably the best mobile hotspot program out there, mm-hmm. especially at 50 bucks a month, because we had the T-Mobile hotspot before that, I was really impressed with how good the coverage was of that. Right. In fact, there were times we were able to use our T-Mobile hotspot and neither our AT&T nor our Verizon phone had any coverage, but the T-Mobile did. Right. And that's the good reason for having all three services is if your T-Mobile isn't working, there's a chance that his Verizon phone or my AT&T phone will work. Right. Which was the case this past week when we were camping at the beach in Albion. (laughs) The T-Mobile didn't have any signal. The AT&T had no signal. The campground Wi-Fi was 
horrific as it almost always is, <laughs> but the Verizon signal was fantastic. Yeah. So that's our plan. And we did do a video about unboxing the new T-Mobile hotspot from the FMCA Tech Connect. Yep. I think it's a good program and we'll put a link to that video. Yes, indeed. So we're going to take you on a little road trip. Yeah, since we're talking about desserts, <laughs> of course, we've talked about some of the desserts you can make in the campground. But while we've been traveling around, one of the things we've really liked is regional desserts. For sure. And so, you know, a lot of times we tell you, go to this town and see all these things. But this time we're going to tell you, go to these towns and find dessert. Starting with... With Fresno. ice cream. Yeah, Fresno, <laughs> California. Not known for a whole lot of things. Right. Uh, they had a campaign to say Fres yes instead of Fres no. It's, <laughs> it's Central California farming country. But they have a company called Ampersand Ice Cream, which I think was a crowdfunded company. I and think they you're use right. yeah. local dairies and all local stuff. And my gosh, the ice cream is Such good, good ice cream for sure. And then as long as we're in the central area of California, let's pop down into Solvang. Yeah, Solvang is a little Danish town, kind of north of LA. You know, they have all the Danish stuff like the cookies and all of that. But they also have Abel Skeever. Right. So just about every restaurant in Solvang has Abel Skeever. <laughs> yeah. And they're like little dough balls, but then they fill them a lot of times with like a jam and put powdered sugar on them. And they're just Danish crack. I mean, that's just, <laughs> they, they're fantastic. In fact, we have an Abel Skeever pan. Now, if I'm not mistaken, Abel Skeever is apple something, right? So a yeah. lot of times what they fill it with is like an apple preserves or something i think that's traditional now i think it's more like loganberry i don't know yeah whatever yeah, I mean, it is they, it's dargon good yeah it doesn't it, there's no wrong way to stuff an able skiver <laughs> yeah i mean the only bad thing is like you could make you know three dozen of these able skivers. they're like donut holes but they're not deep fried they're fried in this cast iron pan you know, these are pretty easy. We should take our Abel Skeever pan camping. Yeah, it would be something we could make over the campfire. Yes. Easy breezy. Yeah. Well, speaking of crack. <laughs> speaking of crack, <laughs> we heard about Amish crack when we were in Indiana. And we thought, now there's got to be a story because obviously, you know, it's not crack. Right. And what it turned out to be was a donut shop. And yeah. holy moly, those donuts are... Yeah, they are Amish crack. I mean, they're just... there's oh, I so think good. As somebody, we were visiting the Rockwood plant, and one of the Rockwood people said, well, everything that they make starts with, begin with one pound of butter. <laughs> they taste like it, and they're these buttery, oh, cinnamony, so powdery... Yummy. Oh, God, they're so good. It's like powdered. It's like powdered brown sugar or something. I thought they would be cinnamon, but they weren't yeah. as cinnamon as I thought. But it was the texture of powdered sugar, but it was the, you know, that browner color. So I've decided, I have really no idea, but I've decided that they, they powder brown sugar to roll these donuts in. Okay. And there's no shortage of it either. Right. You can fill a bowl of powder after you're done with the box yeah, of donuts. Right? Yeah, you could make so a inclined. whole other dozen or whatever <laughs> you get in the box. While we were in Middlebury, Indiana... Or Michiana, as Josh says. <laughs> actually, the maps actually call it that, Michiana. Yeah. Right on the border of Michigan and Indiana. Anyway, yep. 
Yep, Dairyland. Land. We were in Middlebury, and we we were actually camped very close to Yup Dairyland. Yeah, at a campground, I wouldn't recommend. Well, it was a KOA. Yeah, and it was all fine, but it was, it was right fine. on the highway. But like many KOAs are, it was right on the highway, so it was handy and convenient and, and noisy all night. Walkable trucks, trucks, distance trucks. to Yups. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> and so we got ice cream, of course, from Yups. If you're not in Indiana, but you're in Missouri, and you go to St. Louis. You gotta go to Ted Drew's frozen custard. Gosh, it's so good. So good. It's this little stand type of thing. There was never not a line. I learned about it on the Route 66 app that we've talked about a lot when we were on Route 66. Ted Drew's was actually named best ice cream of the year or something, even though it technically is not even ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> they still won the award. Whatever it is, it's frozen, it's, it's creamy, so and it's delicious. good. What desserts do you? find on the road anything yeah. specific let I us know, know. i'm gonna tag it because like that will be a destination for us <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah we'll put it in our maps enough about dessert i think yeah this should tide you over until the new yeah. year which is like two days away now from when you're listening right <laughs> and i hope your new year is an awesome one we certainly do as you may know, I write a daily RV review at rvtravel.com. And one of the ones that popped up that I really like is a new small R-Pod. And it's the RP-153. You know, some companies kind of build something. It may become iconic and then they're just stuck there. R-Pod seems to really continue to innovate with their floor plans, they've gone bigger in the 202 and the 201. Mm -hmm. The 201 being something we really are interested in. Yeah. But this is the other end of the scale. This is the RPOD 153, a small single axle travel trailer that has the entry at the back kind of like a pickup camper. Oh. And like a pickup camper, it's got the bed up at the front and then a dinette kind of behind that. And you have your kitchen on one side and like a little couch extension on the other. But the big thing about this R-Pod, for a very small travel trailer, it's got a dry bath. And it's not just a little dry bath. Oh. It's got a toilet, a, a little bit of counter space, a full-on shower. They've really done a good job. The way the front of this is arranged is it's not a murphy bed it's like a flip over bed for lack of a better description huh. so there is an east west bed at the front in other words the bed is not a walk around bed but an east west bed and the mattress kind of folds in half to reveal the dinette during the day and oh, then at night you flip the mattress back over and you have the whole front is a bed and they put a lexan windshield in that r-pod that you can open and it has, you know, a screen and a privacy shade built into this window design. And it's just a really well thought out, very small camper. Oh, interesting. I really like this. And then R-Pod continues to step up things like the graphics and the just the design. It even includes the little vacuum, the central vacuum cleaner, oh. as they're known for. So I'll put a link to this R-Pod 153, but... I think they just knocked it out of the park with that. It's it just like, a yeah. really good floor plan with a lot of 
very usable features. Now, if you don't want to have to flip the bed over every night, it's easy enough. But if you don't want to, there's still like a couch in this. So, so you, you could just leave it as yeah, a bed and not have a dinette. Okay. So pretty slick little rig. All right. And you can read all of my RV reviews every single day of the week at <laughs> rvtravel.com. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, I have uh, coming up a year in reverse where I pick out some of my favorite features and least favorite features. And yeah. that's coming up January 1st. All right. So our question of the week last week was about keeping warm. How do you keep warm? And... You know, of course, I meant in camp, and boy, we practiced all the ways because we were camping oh, over Christmas, and man. it was cold and rainy and windy. Yeah, at night, it was blowing something fierce. It was honestly concerning. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to give credit to our little Rockwood. It didn't leak a drop. No. Nope. And neither did Manya's flags. We went camping with Manya, and right. neither did her flagstaff. Right. So, Kudos to Rockwood, five-year-old camper that doesn't leak, although we do, you know, we keep, keep our after maintenance, the seals that's and right. all that. So we didn't get a whole lot of answers about keeping warm, and I think that's because most people's answer is, well, I just stay home. Yeah, go to warm. Arizona <laughs> or Florida. Kevin did say that he lives in Southeast Texas, so pretty much that's how he keeps warm, is by staying in a warm place, yeah. which is a good idea. Ed likes his heated mattress pad, and Brian likes to snuggle up with the flannel sheets and homemade camping quilt, which are great ideas. Kristen gave advice about layering. That's a good idea always, and you put a thin layer on the bottom and some middle layers and then a nice fleece over top and then something to keep the rain off if it's raining. And then as you get too warm, you take some layers off. <laughs> yeah, you get enough layers, you're going to look like Ralphie in Christmas Story, <laughs> right. where your arms are stuck out and you can't even you can't zip move. up your jacket. <laughs> but I think a lot of people do, you know, decide that, and especially those of you in the in the really colder parts of the country, keeping warm means not going camping. Well, winter weather means not going camping. So I guess I was asking for the kind of, middle of the road people not the ones that are in texas staying <laughs> well, warm and not the ones that are now i will that, say that are winterized <laughs> there are two articles on our site and i'll put a link to those in our show notes and by the way the show notes you can find on our website each episode has a number this one happens to be 131 but if you go to the podcast page the notes are there and there are two articles that are relevant. One is, can I use an electric space heater in my RV? Right. Which we did we when did. we were camping at the beach because we had full hookups. And the other one is, can I use my RV if it's been winterized? Oh, right. Now, we did not winterize our travel trailer. We didn't have to because the weather wasn't freezing. Right. Even though it felt like it to me. <laughs> so those two articles may be of assistance. You may... You're, RV may be winterized and you may still be able to use it. We've got tips on how. Yes. This week I want to know, was that episode we did a few weeks ago helpful? Did you come up with some great ideas that you asked Santa for? And did Santa come through for you? Oh. Ho, ho. <laughs> what was the greatest thing you got as a as a Christmas present? I say from Santa because it doesn't have to be Christmas. Well, wait a minute. When else well, does Santa minute. show up? Yeah, I guess you're right. 
Uh, so anyway, what did Santa bring you? I mean, you? he only leaves the house once a year, right? <laughs> Other than that, he's up at the North Pole with Mrs. Claus. I wonder if like at the beginning of the year, he goes on a diet and gets all skinny. And then here comes Christmas and he's eating all those cookies and it's like, boom. Yep. I think that's it. <laughs> that's how it was in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Right. Papa, eat, eat. Nobody wants a skinny Santa. <laughs> Well, as you know, read the answers, ask a question, answer questions of the week at our fun and friendly Stressless Camping Podcast Facebook group. And if you go to our website, there are all kinds of great discounts and deals. But one of the things we have that's absolutely free is our weekly newsletter where we have tips and information from all over the internet that we think are helpful for our viewers. If you go to stresslesscamping.com, there's usually a pop-up form that says, do you want to sign up for our newsletter? Only pops up once. If you've already clicked past that, you can go to the bottom of any page and sign up right there. It's free and we never share your information because that's not stressless camping. And after you're done signing up for the email, you can check out our deals and discounts page for the best deals on the things you need for your stressless camping adventure. Yeah, and if you have a great deal for our audience, let us know. We love sharing things that are awesome. We do. We like when that discounts and deals page is really, really busy. Yes. And of course, we're on all the social places, but if you start at stresslesscamping.com, well, from there you can jump off to everywhere we are. That's right. And if you don't want to miss a future episode of the Stressless Camping Podcast, it's free. It's free to subscribe. Go to any podcast catcher and look for Stressless Camping or check it out on the website. We're saving you a seat around our virtual campfire. And a review on Apple Podcasts or now Spotify will help others find the Stressless Camping Podcast. And boy, that's the best gift you can give us, a review on Apple Certainly Podcasts so. or Spotify. Yes. If you haven't done so, please do. If you have, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Make up a profile and write another one. Hey. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but only if it's a good one <laughs> <laughs> right boy we sure appreciate your being here with us at this time of year we're looking forward to 2022 with all of you we hope your 2022 is absolutely fantastic and most of all happy, happy camping. camping we hope you learned a lot had some fun and got some tips for your next stressless camping adventure we're honored by your reviews on Apple Podcasts, which helps others find us too. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss out on the adventure. And we look forward to your joining us next week. Until then, happy camping. It's an unwritten rule. It's an unwritten yeah. rule. <laughs>